Hello, everyone. So welcome back to my show. Today, I have a very special guest, and we are talking about embracing imperfections. But before we get into that, let me go ahead and just introduce her to you. So Miss Shonda Joy Howerton is the founder of Position with a Purpose, LLC. She is an international motivational speaker that has shared the virtual stage in 2021 with the legendary Les Brown, who is also her speaking coach and mentor. Shonda has been a licensed realtor since 2014. She holds a bachelor's degree from the University of Maryland University College and a master's degree from Howard University School of Divinity. She is a proud member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority, Inc., and she has served in ministry with her husband since 2008 and became a licensed minister in 2009. Though she wears many hats as a speaker, preacher, teacher, I'm trying to make sure I get all of them, y'all, author and realtor, her most favorite hat she likes to wear is that of a mommy and wife. So please welcome Miss Shonda Howerton. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for having me on, Jessica. Thank you for being back on my show again. I Absolutely. appreciate you coming back. <laughs> Yay, I love it. That's a good sign when they bring you back, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. So I know I introduced you, but can you just tell us who are you and what do you do in the world? Honey, I am a lover of God. I am a lover of God's people. And I do whatever I can to just serve other people and help them become the best version of themselves. So, mm. you know, all those titles, all those things. I just love helping people. That's really all that means. <laughs> I love it. So your chapter in Embracing Imperfection is called Position with a Purpose. Can you talk a little bit about what that means? I know yours is self-explanatory. <laughs> people in the back, we just need to know what does that mean to you? Absolutely. So position with a purpose um, came really from God helping me to understand that every place that we are, we are strategically placed there by him with a purpose. One of the things that I believe is that we're always looking for our next big thing without realizing that we are in an amazing moment right here. You know what I mean? And so a lot of times we overlook what God is doing in the small things because we're looking for the big things. And so when we really understand that we are positioned by God with a purpose right where we are, like right now, mm. you, you will begin to appreciate, you know, all of these quote unquote small moments, if you will. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. So who is the intended audience for your chapter? Yes. So it is women, of course. Right. But those who know that God has more for them, they don't really know what that is, but they can feel like the nudging that, you know what, God has something more in store for me. And so it's also for the purpose, the person, excuse me, who's been seeking their purpose, just to understand again, that where they are um, is where they're supposed to be. And so it's, it's for those that are just looking, you know, everybody ain't looking, but it's for the women that are looking for the more that God has for them. I like that you said that because a lot of times that's true. And I feel like 
there are people that's okay with where they are. I feel like that's okay too. Yeah, and the people that are ready yes. to walk in a manner worthy of their calling, walk in and step into their purpose. Yes. I love that you acknowledge that that it's not for everybody. You listening know that this is not for everybody. This is for those who have a divine appointment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? And we're all at different places and different spaces in our purpose and in our walk. And so, you know what? It might not be for them this year, but next year, you never know. They might be seeking more from God and then it'll be a right time. Uh, and it'll be a right now word for them when they are ready. You understand? You know, I love all it. Different places. Yes, ma'am. So my next question is, what is one takeaway that readers can expect from your chapter? Hmm. Well, honey, if you don't already know you position with the purpose, by the time you read it, hopefully you will walk away with knowing and really coming into a revelation. It's really an aha moment because I think that helps to hmm, help. It, it helps to take the blinders off and, and allow you to see your situation with new vision. You understand? So hopefully they'll at least come out of it with new vision, understanding and taking a new look around at their life circumstance. Um, you know, it's either looking at the glass half full or half empty. So hopefully mm -hmm. they'll see, you know what? This joker half full and it ain't just half empty, right? Just mm -hmm. being able to look at life in a new perspective. But then also I believe the hard work is going to help them get to their next level uh, in God what, from what they're seeking him for. Mm -hmm. So why is it, why is this important to you? Why is position with the purpose? Why is that so important to you? Because Jessica, I hurt when I see women not living out their full potential. Mm -hmm. When I see women, men, boys and girls, but primarily women who have accepted what life has handed them and, and not realizing that there's so much more. And here's the thing, you know what Dr. Sherwood said, you know, um, and I'm probably gonna jack it up, so please forgive me, but right, <laughs> somebody is waiting on what you're sitting on. And so um, it's just so important to me because I, I really want us all to be who God created us to be because he's a master planner. So you know when he created us, honey, he ain't create no junk, right? So there's a lot of stuff inside of us and it's not just for us, but it affects so many other people. Some will know and some will never, will never hear them say thank you, but it will in fact impact their life uh, in such a way that it'll never be the same. But if we don't tap into that potential and begin to understand and recognize our purpose, then all those other people are not getting from us what God created us to give them. That's crazy to me. Mm. So yes, that's a mouthful. But honey, I want us all to be what God wants us to be. So I love it. So I know, so <laughs> this next question is, what did you learn about yourself on your journey to becoming an author? But Ooh, okay. part two of that question, because mm. you were one of the few that came in, like most of the authors got 12 weeks. Mm. go through the chapters and different stuff like that. So I want to know from a perspective of someone who jumped right in towards the end of the process, how was that? What did you learn about yourself? Just talk a little bit about the experience. Well, 
Um, I did not even realize they had 12 weeks. Oh, I feel cheated, but that's all good. I love it. You know what? That's how God works with me. I just told my husband that a couple of days ago. Um, I am somebody who uh, the queen of procrastination. I don't understand, but one when it's due is when I perform my best. So it all it worked out that I probably, I need 12 weeks. Let me tell you, I probably still would have done exactly the same. Um, just knowing my personality, but you know, what I learned is when it, when I already know, and, and it just was confirmed that when my back is up against the wall, I can get it out. Sometimes when I have too much time, you, you know, uh, what is it called? Uh, analysis paralysis. When you think too much about something so you can't move forward, you know, mm-hmm. but I had a timeline and you were not playing dot com. OK, <laughs> but you did extend a little bit of grace and I am grateful for that. But we had a deadline and so I had to get it out. And so I was able to get out what I didn't realize was in me. And so that was really good because, you know, again, we sometimes we think too much about it, but when we have no choice but to do it, ain't nothing to it but to do it, right? I'm a little old school, y'all. So (laughs) ain't nothing to it but to do it. But so the words had to come. And what I also realized is you got to know what story to tell and when. That is so important, right, Jessica? (laughs) (laughs) Because as you shared with me and I received it, every story is not ready to be told. And Mm -hmm. so you got to know what story is needed and what season, right? Because we Mm -hmm. want the story and the words that we write and speak to have life. And so sometimes uh, the right story, but in the wrong season, won't produce the right fruit. So. Wow. I love that. Yes. Everybody had finished on, they did it from, uh, until July the 15th. And then we did the on your story challenge. And that's where we had, I think 11 ladies hopped in and I said, okay, we got, what was it like? It wasn't even a week. It might've been 10 days. I, I was going to say, yeah, maybe two weeks, but not much more than that. Because <laughs> no, the, the book was actually getting ready to go off the print, y'all. So this is how crazy it was. So now I know how I had did it before. You know, and it's all a learning process as we grow. And I did mm-hmm. the book program and then the Own Your Story Challenge. And so now I know to do the challenge first. Ah, in the book because the women are, were pumped up and ready to write their yes. stories. That so, was very good. I'm so glad you gave us an opportunity. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're yes. welcome. So, yes. Yeah, so if you're watching this, even if it, no matter if it's 12 weeks or 10 days, get it done. Get it, done. Get it done. That's the lesson that I definitely got from this. Can I say one thing? You know what? This actually sparked me and encouraged me to get done my other book projects that I'm working on that I've been uh, procrastinating with. And so now I'm going to have to crack down on myself and give myself a new a 10 day deadline to get it done. And that's the thing. You know what? It's already in you. It's mm-hmm. in you. you just got to get it out. Even if it's not perfect the first time, that's what the editor is for. Just get it out. <laughs> yeah. So I have. I, at least five ladies that said the same thing. So that was like a byproduct of being in the program was yeah. I didn't realize that a lot of times, I guess I realized it, but you don't really think about it until it happened. That a lot of times we just need that push. Yes, absolutely. So I feel like, you know, even the, the women that 
to they had 12 weeks. Of course, they waited until the last week to actually do it. That's how we do. I don't know why, but I <laughs> don't start burning until it's almost <laughs> over, right? <laughs> yes. So we had a couple overachievers, but for the most part, everybody waited until that week of the deadline. So, but I'm just, I'm excited to even know, you know, that this has pushed people to be like, you know what? Because I think it's it's a symbol of completion. Yes. It's like, you know, when you got it done, you got it done. And a lot of times we we start on something, but we don't finish it. We don't complete it. We don't see it through. And so then we get discouraged or we go on to the next thing, like what you were saying earlier. Or some people have too much purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I know that you, you know, like, you may have that purpose, but it's not time. It's not, you know what I'm saying? So then you go from from this thing, like I was meant to help women. I was meant to help homeless people. I was meant to help this. And so, you know, so I feel like even with your title talking about being positioned, it's important to be positioned with the purpose and not just out here. Like now you feel like people hating on you because everybody not agreeing with everything. <laughs> and you know what? When you're positioned with a purpose, it just brings about clarity. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't, and here's the thing. Can I just add this? I know, Listen, real quick. <laughs> even, even position with a purpose doesn't mean that you're going to go out and start a new business, right? Mm-hmm. What it means is even if you have to keep showing up to the job that you hate right now, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the season for this job. God knows what he's doing, right? Even if you got to keep going to that same job, once you realize that you are positioned there with a purpose, how you show up there begins to, it totally changes. You're not going there just to get a check and just mm-hmm. to work your eight hours. Now you know that God wants you to be a light in a dark place. So mm-hmm. how you go into that environment now totally changes, even though nothing in the environment has changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. That Okay, go ahead. Really? Look, we didn't got off into this. No, you know what? I got to say this. And then I swear we moving on to the next. Okay. <laughs> the next question. So what you just said, I just did a podcast about this maybe like three days ago. It just be so crazy. I look, when, God, when people come in my show and they be aligned with me, like yeah. I just be like, ah, so I does it. Yes. So the other day I was going to finish my paperwork for my internship. Okay. And so for those that don't know or don't follow me or been under a rock for a little while, <laughs> I am finally in my final year of my master's of social work program. Yeah. So I'm like, like, so my whole life changed after I got out of school. So I finished school in in April, my last year, I finished in April, and that's where the book program started. And I start, I got into Les Brown program and different stuff like that. So school was out. So by the time I came up with all of this, yes. I was expecting to do it and have it done. That's why everything was completed. That's why the deadline was hard because it's like I got to go back to school. Like okay. I, I got this purpose during the summertime, but when fall comes, we got to get our education. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of how it worked out. So I'm on my way and I'm like, man, I'm just feeling empty because I'm like, I feel like I found my purpose this summer, oh. but, I, but I committed to myself to finish my degree. Okay. So now I'm, I'm stuck between my purpose right now, but the bigger purpose in and expanding my company, which is the reason why 
I got, I'm getting a degree in the first place. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of, so I'm driving and I'm literally right. I'm, I'm doing my podcast in the car. I'm talking about the experience because I want to give my listeners real life, like how I'm feeling. So I was like, it's so hard. It was titled. It's hard. That's okay. the name of the podcast. So I was like, it's hard. I don't want to go here. I feel as though I've already mm-hmm. found my purpose, but I'm going because this is a commitment that I made to myself to obtain my degree. So I'm, I'm going and I get there and I get all the paperwork done and I go into my car to get ready to leave. I decided to get back out the car and I went to the security guard. And so I had a shirt on, a marketing t-shirt that I got from Russell Brunson. He sent me the shirt and it says, Plato O Plamo. Now, if you don't know what this means, go look it up. But basically, <laughs> the short version of what it means is silver or lead, which is like something they use in drug in the drug world. Like basically, it's it's a different kind of background to what it means. But okay. in marketing and what Russell Brunson sent it for is because it means do or die. Either okay. you'll go all out on your dreams or you going or you're not gonna do it at all. Don't okay. have to do anything. So that's what the shirt meant. Okay. But you don't walk into a as a social worker with a shirt that say plum or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's a, so the security guards decide to look up this shirt and was like, why do you have this shirt on? So I explained to the security guard because you have to either go all out on your dreams. Now I'm just joking around. I'm like, you better either go all out or mm-hmm. don't do it at all. And mm-hmm. I was like, me wearing this shirt is the reason why I was on stage with Les Brown last week. Okay. And so that's what I said. Now, mind you, when I'm saying it, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just saying something. Right. That woman started crying. See? This is the security guard. She said that she had been listening to Les Brown her whole life. And that she was, as Les Brown's story, that he was dropped off at that abandoned building. And another woman, his his mom, Mamie Brown, took took him in. Right. She had the same story. That's how she connected. Her birth mother dropped her off at the hospital with a, a woman that she didn't know and just said, take care of my child. Wow. And so she had been listening and following Les Brown. And so she was asking me, like, you were speaking. So now she asked me, you know, so I'm talking to her about hunger to speak and different stuff like that. And so basically, long story short, by the end of the conversation, she was like, she told me her story. She was like, I'm ready to own my story. Oh my. I'm gonna come on to your show. What's up? What's up with this book? Who is it? And then she was like, and my daughter, she she started telling me her story. She was like, her daughter has a story. She wants her daughter on my show. You know what I'm saying? Did this make sense what I'm trying to say right now? So do you understand that you are positioned with a purpose? Like, do you like that's that's it right there? Yes. And what's so moment is yes. so big in her life. So big. Because it's like, you know, I'm thinking about it like I'm just here because I gotta get these credentials. That's Not it. knowing that oh, before I didn't even start the first day. The first day is next Tuesday. Before the first day even start, it's already been a divine appointment with somebody oh. who's now who needed somebody to walk through those doors. Oh. And and she has stories about foster care, you know, that's my field. So it's like she got oh. her story. She's the security guard. She sees everything. She said, I got stories for days on who do and don't need to be a foster parent. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so now we started talking about that too, like my foster care awareness. 
And so I'm just like, man, that's crazy because had I decided, you know what, no, I'm a quit because this don't have nothing to do with my purpose, I would have missed out on Ain't no telling how many more opportunities are going to come between now and in the end of the school year. So I know that was that was a lot, but yeah, but that was right. <laughs> like that is exactly the essence of what position what the purpose is. Instead of because most people are looking at what I'm gonna do when I graduate with this degree, mm-hmm. right? But, but what you missing right now? all of the little would seem so insignificant mm. moments in life that are so huge. Now, if you never see that security guard again, right? Because she can get another assignment. What if you never see her again? But what has happened in her life is that you, God positioned you, right? Right mm. there with the purpose to confirm to her that he's not forgotten about her. Mm. Whatever she's been talking to God about, Whatever conversation yes. you came in and just you, that's what being positioned with a purpose is all about. And now every day, just imagine having that awareness every day. When I go to Wally World, a.k.a. Walmart, I'm <laughs> expecting to make a difference in somebody's life. Yes. I'm expecting to show up, giving them something that God, I don't care if it's a smile. Do you know how many people commit suicide because they they think that nobody cares about them? Mm-hmm. They think they are invisible. So mm-hmm. you walking into Walmart or to whatever grocery store, just telling somebody hello will change their entire perspective. Just saying hello to somebody can tell, mm-hmm. let them know that they are not forgotten. So even something that small, which seems totally insignificant and didn't cost you anything to mm-hmm. have a conversation with that security guard, but it just may have just changed her entire life. You she said that was the first time somebody actually asked her what was her story. <sighs> she only, she ain't never talked about it. She said, I'm 60 something years old. Oh my man. gosh. And yeah. I said, wow. Because even you know, you know what I'm saying, you know how you, you come up with stuff and you feel like it's so insignificant. Like, oh, I tell my story every day, not knowing that it's people literally sitting there like absolutely you don't get to give input. She's not a case manager, she ain't a foster parent. You know what I'm saying? That's just simply the security guard. So when she walking, you know, you walking through that door, it's like, what did the security guard know about foster care? She knew a whole lot. She knew a whole lot, and nobody ever knew it. Let me just say this before we go to the next question. Okay. This is so divine and such a God moment. And so for those that are listening, I pray that we will never, never miss an opportunity to make a difference. Mm. God is in what seems to be insignificant. He doesn't just do big things. He created everything, even mm. the dirt on the ground. And see, what's the purpose the spite, he created everything. Just mm-hmm. saying. There are no insignificant moments, periods. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So what is next for you? Woo! Well, I am going to get these two. I got two books. I'm working on a 31-day devotional uh, that I'm getting out. I am going to get that out as well as another book that is going to address 
uh, leadership. And so I am working on those two things. And I also started a podcast. So I'm going to continue um, uploading episodes. And I'm in these clubhouse streets, Jessica. And that is the meat of our podcast. And so, you know, I am just... Um, I'm excited to see, I got, even as of yesterday, just got clarity on another piece of my puzzle for my purpose. And so I'm excited to work with um, highly visible female leaders who may be boss lady in their careers, but still are seeking their God-given purpose. So I am on a mission to help them bring everything, um, I guess, full circle, you know, because it's great to have climbed a corporate ladder and achieved a lot of success. But just as you said, if you're empty on the inside, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? All of that is like, what's the point? Yeah, mm -hmm. I got the money. I got the position. I got all of these things. But if there's still an emptiness on the inside, my goal is to help them to get full, which is come, what comes from discovering their God-given purpose, because then it'll all make sense. I love it. I love it. So what are your Top three secrets to success in life or in business. Well, not to sound too churchy, but it is what it is, right? You got to pray. <laughs> you got to check in with the one who created you to get the blueprint. You got to go back to the master. So I believe that prayer is essential. Asking God the right questions, getting answers, not just praying, but asking him for direction. That is so key. And then being willing to pivot. That is my word for 2021. I may have said it on our last meeting, but pivot, learning to pivot, learning to go with God. My husband always says the, the place, the last place you want to be is where God was. Mm. Okay? So you want to be where God is. And sometimes we come with our own set of expectations, but they don't always fit into God's plan. And so go with God, go wherever he's leading you and be willing to, to switch it up. And uh, just know if you go with God, you can't go wrong. Hello. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So in wrapping up now, this was only supposed to be like less than 20 minutes. <laughs> So, yeah, look, <laughs> look, I feel like every time you come on my show, I feel like you just give me so much life because we be oh, so in alignment and I just, I love it. So, so we wrapping up y'all for real. So in closing, how can listeners stay connected with you? Absolutely. Listen, I am in these social media streets. I'm here, there, and everywhere. I am Shonda J. Howerton on Facebook. I am... Listen, Shonda Howerton on Instagram. I had to think twice about that, right? I am, you can go to positionwithapurpose.com and find my website there. It is under construction, but you can still connect with me there. I'm in Clubhouse. Listen, I am in these streets. So you can, the only place I'm not on is Twitter. I am not a tweeter. I can't get the tweeting together. So don't <laughs> find me. You ain't gonna find me on Twitter. <laughs> But I am on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I am in Clubhouse and I'm a little bit in LinkedIn. But nevertheless, I look forward to connecting with the listeners and those who are interested. Just find me and I, I listen, reach out to me. Oh, gosh, I have a Stevie Wonder. Here I am, baby. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Just come find me. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Jessica. Well, thank you so much for being here. This concludes our interview. If you have not already, please go ahead and purchase your copy of Embracing Imperfections. I promise you will not be disappointed. Did you have any last words before we close out? You know what? God made you 
And God is the one who is going to continue to mold and make you embrace your imperfections. You are on an amazing journey to be somebody amazing to God. The kingdom is waiting for you. And as Les Brown says, the world has need of your voice. So go be great. Thank you, Jessica, for having me. I love it. And thank you so much. And I will see y'all in the next video. Bye. Hey, everyone. This is Jess again. And real quick, have you heard of my Own Your Story Challenge? Where I help you break your silence and own your story so that you can begin to stand on your story and not in your story. You definitely don't want to miss out on this. So go ahead and head over to ownyourstorychallenge.com so that you can get plugged into the community, get all your resources, and begin to truly step into your calling.